Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to the podcast that explores the world within and out. And thank you for subscribing to Traveling Inside Out on any podcast platform you feel like. And if you could rate it on Apple Podcasts and IMDb, that would mean so much to me. It will help me to be found by other listeners like you. Thank you. I'm back in Romania. I haven't been in Romania since February last year. If you have listened to my podcast during that time, you know that I couldn't imagine how bad things are going to get because of the pandemic. And it's my first time uh, basically being here since the pandemic started. So um, I decided that I'm going to talk today about how it went for me to travel back to Romania and I'm going to tell you some other little things. First and foremost, uh, I will remind you that I live in Iceland and as probably you can imagine, there are no direct flights from Iceland to Romania and usually what I used to do would be either to get a direct plane to Budapest, Budapest, to um, and then take a train or a minibus to my country, to the city where I live, which is like eight hours away or something like that. Um, I would also try to change the plane in London and then from them to get directly to the city where I live or the closest city, like the airport that is the closest to where I live or where the apartment is it's so weird I don't live anywhere anyway um and this time I tried to see if I can do the the plane switching the plane in Vienna or if I can do it in Milano because there there would have been some options like that as well um my main concern was of course I want to do it as cheap as possible but I would also would like not to have to leave the airport Um, And unfortunately, uh, Vienna and uh, Milano, Milano was, I think, the cheapest option, but I would have had to stay overnight. Actually, no, in Milano, I would have had to change the airport. Um, So I I mean, stay over the night in the airport sounds horrible. And... Uh, the plane was like I, I would arrive after midnight and the, the next day would be like a 4 p.m. or something kind of a plane. And I'm like, nope, not doing that. And then Vienna in the beginning, it seemed that but I guess it got uh, sold out or something. I don't understand because in the beginning, it seemed that I have a morning plane from Iceland to Vienna and then an afternoon plane from Vienna to Cluj. But then when I speak, that was the moment when I was looking for plane tickets to see if I would come to Romania or not and then when I decided that f f that I'm gonna just go to Romania and see what happens I couldn't find that plane anymore and flights from Vienna to Cluj are not on a daily basis and I'm like well I can't book that and the next plane is like two or three days later so I'm in no mood right now to spend some time in another country because I'm on a strict budget and because because of covid I don't want to I I don't want to read again and try to understand what are the um, 
requirements for each country and so on. So in the end, the only option that I really had to, like the, the less things that I had to do basically was to get the plane to Budapest and then from Budapest to go directly to uh, my my country, my city to with the minibus. And they, I would be picked up from the airport, basically. So that would be the, the easiest option that I would have. Now, um, when I left Iceland, which was last week on Tuesday, cases started to grow, but Iceland was still uh, green on the um, color code map of that... Europe decided to have when it comes to COVID. Meanwhile, it changed to yellow or red because more and more cases started to be. It's It was so bad that it actually, um, like in one of these days, I think during the weekend or on Friday or something like that, they had the most cases in a day. And it was like probably the fourth most cases in a day during the entire pandemic, which, you know, it means that's a lot. So, um, again, the fact that um, Iceland was already, <laughs> it was green, it didn't matter. I do, I am vaccinated. If you have listened to my podcast before, I did tell you my experience with uh, getting vaccinated. Um, so I'm fully vaccinated. It's been more than two weeks since I got the last vaccine. Um, so I got my certification, which is a, a paper in which is written everything that is need to be written, basically, about um, uh, my details and the information about the vaccine. Anyway, I uh, have, so I, let me start with the beginning. The beginning is that I decided to take uh, the city bus straight out to the airport and I was cutting really close. I arrived to the airport kind of like one hour before the plane would leave, which is cutting a little bit close. I did my check-in online and I thought that I received the check-in, like the boarding pass. But then when I checked back into the application, it was written that is not the uh, boarding pass. You need to go by the check-in desk because they need to check your documents. And I'm like, ah, covid so I heard it. There was literally nobody at the checking. Uh, I mean, I would uh, I would have assumed that people who are flying with the same flight, they would have been already checked in or like they already went to the gate. So I went there and the lady asked me where I'm going. She asked me to so show her uh, my certificate. And she also asked me to... Of course, take my mask off because <laughs> for her to see and to show her my ID as well. Okay, I've done that really fast. Then I went to security, which again, surprisingly or not, um, or probably because everybody has already done that. So the thing is that uh, at, the, uh, at, the, at the same time, there were a lot of flights that would fly towards United States. I think there were like five flights that would fly to United States uh, in like half an hour time frame. And so, of course, as you can imagine, I was a bit concerned, but I think they went way before me. I mean, for sure they went way before me and I will tell you in a moment why I know that. So I went to security and of course I forgot that I had the tablet in my, in my, uh, 
backpack, my small backpack. So my my luggage was stopped, and then the guy asked, "Is do you have a tablet?" And I'm like, "Do I have a what?" He's like, "A tablet." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I do. Sorry about that." So I took it off, and then he he uh, had to scan it again, basically. And then I kept going. I didn't buy anything at the shop. I was like, "Nope, nope, 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 nope." And then I went uh, to my gate, and. It, I was almost close to when technically the gate was supposed to be closing. And I didn't even see a plane that was lined up to the corridor where we were heading to afterward, right? So I'm like, well, I think I have time to go to, uh, to, go to the toilet. I have time to go and find um, water. And I'm happy to say that at least they didn't. Um, back in December where I traveled, I hated the fact that they stopped all the water fountains where you can, if you have your water bottle, you can fill up the water. Um, and I was happy to see that it's working, it's functioning. So I was like, yes, because I hate paying for water and I hate using the water bottle. Like I hate everything about that. So I'm like, nope, I don't want this to happen to me. So I was happy that I, and then the plane was really late. Um, they were really late, but at the same time, I actually had some work to do. So I was like, we were, so it took us a, a while until we, so basically the moment when we were supposed to leave, that's when the plane arrived with the other passengers. So we were late at least half an hour. Um with boarding and with everything. And then after we finished boarding, they still needed to, uh, like, I don't know, they needed time with paperwork or with whatever. So I decided to, like, open up my laptop and, like, work my things that I had to work. Um, the plane was full, which, again, was such a difference uh, how it was in um, December when I traveled. But, again, I actually know because I traveled to... Amsterdam as well. So yeah, the, the plane was full, unlike the thing. The difference was also that people were not wearing masks, even though it's mandatory. And I hated that fact. So I was actually staying with an older Icelandic couple. And they have, so the flight was four hours and a half or something like that. I think they had their mask on for the first five minutes and then for the last five minutes. In the rest, she indeed they drank a wine basically the whole flight, like the whole four four hours. But I mean, she wasn't drinking like sipping nonstop. She would drink once in I don't know ten fifteen minutes, so she wouldn't have the mask on at all. And I've seen in other places uh, in the plane that people would, would have it under their nose. And I was like, okay, I really lived in a bubble because in Iceland, it was the mask wasn't mandatory since June. Now it's back on. Um, but when it was, um, people wouldn't use it outside because it was never mandatory to use it outside, but it was uh, mandatory for a while to use it uh, in the public spaces indoors. So it was shocking for me to see like, wait, there are actually, so these things that I keep reading on the news and so on, the people are not using masks or they are not using them properly. Oh, that's an actual thing. Okay, cool. Okay. 
Then we arrived in Budapest. And what's interesting is that because Iceland and Hungary are both in Schengen space, you don't have to show an ID when you arrive in the said country. However, there was someone that had to look at the certificate. Now, what was weird for me was that they would look at the certificate, but some people would show the certificate with no ID. And I'm like, how are you going to, what, what the fuck? I'm sorry, what? That's so, like, that's weird, though. That is weird. Okay, so uh, my my actual bus was leaving in two hours. So I arrived around 11.30, uh, I think, in Budapest. And my play, my minibus would leave at 1.30. However, my uh, the driver, I found the driver quite soon after. I arrived, um, he was already there, so I was like, okay, he's like, I can, I can take you to the car if you want, and I'm like, okay, cool, awesome. So we went there, and then the horrible trip happened, I uh, tried to sleep, I think I maybe snoozed for like, I don't know, one hour, maybe. Um, we stopped once in, uh, before leaving basically Hungary. And I didn't go off the bus. And then we stopped at the border when Romanian officials had to look through our um, documents because Romania is not in Schengen. So even though in the rest of the Europe, most of the Europe, you don't need to show ID when you cross the border. You do, however, need to show ID when you enter Romania. It doesn't matter if you enter uh, on the road or if you uh, enter... Uh, through an airport so I showed my ID and we were traveling like people were coming from all over the place so one couple was from Greece one person with her kid was from Scotland one um, someone was from uh, Republic of uh, Czech Czech Republic okay thank you um and others were from Hungary, and I think there was someone else that I'm, I, I don't remember from where. And so she, the the, per, the person at the border asked us each where are, we are coming from, and I said that I came from Iceland, they said that I are coming And of course, she took our ID, and then it took a while, and... While she was out, basically, and the drivers were in, she asked the driver, can you ask the couple in Greece, are they vaccinated? And the couple in Greece said, yeah. Then the lady in Scotland was, are you vaccinated? And she was like, yeah. And I'm like, I know you were kind of supposed to be, like someone was supposed to check your things already, but the fact that they are not checking if they've been uh, vaccinated or not, it sounds a bit weird to me. You know what I mean? I'm like, so that guy checked the, the guy in Hungary checked the things without ID. So you can just have a random certificate of someone else while these ones are not even checking. And I'm like, oh my God, I was the only one wearing a mask in the minibus. So I was the weird one who would be the only one, as I was saying, including the driver, like nobody would wear a mask. I was a weirdo. And I'm like, oh my God. So now I'm starting to understand. I finally made it to Romania. I finally made it to the city. We were late one hour 
because the bus driver decided to. So we had a stop in which, of course, if you want to eat or if you want to go to pee or smoke a cigarette or whatever. But then 20 minutes later, everyone was already back in the bus, except the bus driver just started then to get his break. So we were late one hour and I was furious because the city where we stopped was not my the last city where I, where I had to come. So, um, yeah, I finally took the next train over. I was so exhausted because I left my place in Iceland, local time in Iceland, at 2 p.m. And I arrived in Romania in my home here at 10 a.m. local time. And I think I slept like one hour in total. So I was like, I, I was so confused. So of course, as soon as I got home, which again, this home has not been lived in since I left. So for one year and a half. So you can imagine the spiders, the spider webs <laughs> and all that stuff. Um, but I went straight to sleep. I'm like, I don't care. I'm so tired. I have to sleep. So I actually, I napped twice that day. I didn't feel okay. I got a uh, UTI. I was feeling horrible. I was on my period. And if you're not feeling comfortable about me speaking about my period, then you can fuck off. Um, I was feeling so down and so low energy and everything felt that it's foggy and everything it was, I, I, again, I've never, ever, ever um, did drugs, but I think that this is how smoking probably marijuana makes you feel like everything is in slow motion and foggy or weird. So I was like that for two days. Um, in the train that I took, which is written on the ticket, when you buy the train, is written uh, when you buy the ticket, it's written on the ticket that the mask is mandatory. Not only there were guys who would have it again under the nose, but there was a guy who didn't wear a mask. Like he just straight up didn't wear a mask and that was it. And I'm like, oh, so you get to just do that. Okay, cool. Nice. Uh, and then I came to Romania. And then in the second day after I arrived, I was like, I, I don't, I don't want to go shopping. I don't want to do, like, I, I'm just going to order a pizza. Fuck it. So there's a pizza place really close to where I live and I can order it online and then I can go and pick it up. And I went there and, of course, I had the mask. So in Romania, the mask is mandatory when you go into a, um, like a public place, like a shop or a supermarket or a mall or whatever. I don't think it's mandatory when you are outside anymore. <clears throat> so... I went there and I, I, I said to the woman, whatever, and she was like, I can't hear you, you need to take your mask off. And I'm like, and they were, none of them were wearing masks. And I was like, damn, I'm um, on for a trip, am I not? Now, meanwhile, as the things went south with Iceland, the mask mandatory is back, the... Um, one meter rule is uh, this, because they have canceled all the restrictions back in June. Uh, and now, unfortunately, because they stopped um, checking people at the border, testing people on the border, um, the people who were vaccinated, they, they didn't have to um, get tested anymore. So because of that, they lost basically control over the virus. Um 
So yeah, that was my trip coming to Romania. I will be here for, for probably a month and I'm going to tell you a little bit more about exploring Romania because I will do a bit of exploring since my partner, my partner who lives in the United States in New York, I've mentioned him before quite a few times. He's going to uh, visit me here, so it will be his first time uh, visiting Romania. And because of that, I'm gonna, we're going to explore a little bit of the country together. So I'm going to tell you more about that. And I am, uh, I'm still getting adjusted to this climate because it's like 20 degrees or over 20 degrees hotter than it was in Iceland. And, you know, I haven't been here in one year and a half. I need a moment to... <laughs> And in a moment for myself. <laughs> and I'm glad that I came here, even though I was just uh, greeted by bugs, basically, or like one big cockroach, um, some spiders and a lot of spider webs and mosquitoes, of course, all of the freaking mosquitoes. Um, it was good that I didn't go directly into meeting family and friends because I had time to compose myself, basically. So, yeah, this has been uh, this uh, last week since I came into Romania. And, um, yeah, I'm going to tell you more and more about my trip within my native country. This concludes today's episode. Thank you for listening. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can do so by emailing to alinaswonders at gmail.com. Until next time follow your dreams and stay true to yourself.